It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. Life's a treat. It's time that you taste it. There ain't a reason on earth to waste it. It ain't a crime to be good to yourself. Listen up. Listen up. Whoa. It's podcast time now. Listen up. Oh. It's Can Crusher Day! First off, I want to say I'm sorry we screamed into your ear now that I'm looking at the levels. It's unbelievable. Welcome to Can Crushers! It's two everyday garbage men drinking beer, talking wrestling. Paul can't drink. I'm having the original Coors Light a banquet because it's a banquet that you are back. It's a football season kind of podcast so paul is done with beers for a little bit uh a day and a half a day and a half is what you're done with well i know i can't drink during the week because i have responsibilities to the youth of our nation unlike me i have no responsibilities i'm a man child myself speaking of no responsibilities guess what round one of can crush your legacy tournament is over we are on the second match of round two in essence we are on the third match because there was a bye oh yeah because it was a double count out it was a double count out see you later real barn burner so yoko yoko zuna advances already around three uh today is charlotte against hector and we've had another one that I write, didn't write in yet because we literally just got out of work. Yeah, we just we just got out. Whole Megs is excited and moving the table. Why are the levels so loud? Are we being that loud? We are being that loud. Oh my god, we're probably just excited. Are the mics up or no? It's just that loud today. I hope everybody in like Jason Dixon doesn't scream that we're yelling again. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, and hopefully uh, Seth Rollins' parents in Iowa. Idaho, don't Which care one is yelling. it now? Which it's, one is it Starts now? with an I, I know that much. Yeah. It's so long ago, I don't even remember. So Friday, this is a condensed version because so much is going on, and we have so much on the back end, and we're giving tickets away, and da-da-da-da-da, and we have interviews with Crazy Shay coming up. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, this is... You're awesome. not going to hear us a lot. No, yeah, which is probably nice for you guys, but... For us, we'll miss you. We miss you. Already we miss you. But we don't want to miss you because we want to see you this Saturday at Asylum Pro Wrestling and Code Red Wrestling Skin Deep in Clearfield. It's a benefit for Crazy Shay who took a fireball to the face. Yeah. But before we get to that, we were an event last week, Stomp Out Cancer. Which was another benefit for cancer. And I have the numbers on that. This is their third one. This year alone, they raised... for the American Cancer Society. That's awesome. In the three years that they've been doing it, $11,155. Matt Tressler, Kenny Tressler, you know, the RISE organization for putting it on at Stronghold Arena. You guys put on an amazing show, and it was awesome, and it was every bit of what I expected it to be. 
And maybe even a little more. It was great. Uh, the talent that you brought in, Chase Owens killed it. Oh, he was hilarious. The best. Yeah. And um, what was the guy's name that he went against? I It's on the tip of my tongue, Mark. It's in my notes if you'd let me get to those. Because, uh, You're wasting time. I we're, am wasting time. We're rolling time. today, bud. I am wasting time. We're rolling today. Rolling. Uh, we had, Moriarty. I knew that because yes. he wrestled in Imagine. We've seen him before. And he was he was amazing. He, they put on a great match, and it was a great show. Uh, I enjoyed seeing Megan Myers all the time. I, I love her shtick. Uh, she's really good. To see Honey Badger come back and do a little bit. Uh, even though not being released with my air quotes, still it was awesome. But CJ Sensation getting in the ring, <laughs> it, it was really good. The whole event, guys. Um, we don't want to go card for card because I believe uh, Sorge and those guys at IndieProWrestling.us are going to put out a DVD, and some of the kickback is going to be. As well, or uh, on demand. Didn't iron out the details with them, but I know that was being around. So you know what that means? You're not going to get it from us. Go get it. So that way you can help benefit cancer too. research too. Yeah. So not benefit cancer. Help benefit. benefit cancer research. I want to benefit cancer today, and you're not even drinking. I, right? I just tongue-tied. Uh, it was really nice. I'm going to step back once then. Nice to have the three of us just sit down, have some beers, eat some foods, and watch some wrestlings. And it was just a guy's night out. Nothing against the women and children, but so we, damn, it was nice. So a little funny story, and I know things happen, but the doctor was a little late. But that there. saved us. That did save us because it was hot, and it was time to go find a beer real quick. So I pull up on my map quest somewhere to go quick, and there was like this really nice bar, and then I, the next one over was this like. Hole in the wall place, and it was perfect for us. It really was. Um, Backwoods Inn? Was that yes, what it was, it was called? Yeah, the Backwoods Inn. It, uh, great people. Uh, Friendly. They looked at us like we had three heads, though, because it was like a neighborhood bar, and you could tell that there was their local guys in there, and that we were not locals. No, but he didn't know me. Yeah, he didn't know Mark. And I don't Mark's, Mark's got that face. That sexy face. Yeah, we got that face that everybody knows, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, let's dive right into Asylum. I talked to Crazy Shay legit last night, so we'll go to that, and then you can listen to it, and then come back, give us some thoughts, and we'll give away the tickets, and there's a different spin on it, guys. And welcome back to the show, Crazy Shay. We haven't checked on you in a couple weeks, but this Saturday, it is skin deep in Clearfield, Pennsylvania. Shay, how are you doing? Are we excited? Oh, man, we are uh, we're chomping at the bit. It's almost that time. We've got, we've got everybody going full tilt right now. My trainees are... I'm pretty sure they hate wrestling right now because um, <laughs> I have been working them to the bone. Um, you know, but they are asylum through and through, and they uh, they have been busting their tail, man, to get everything not just ready but nice. Uh, we we are definitely upgrading some stuff for the asylum, and uh, yeah, we've been moving, man. Yeah, I saw on Facebook a fruit, a, a few fresh coats of paint going here, there, and everywhere, and those posts are looking pretty sweet. Let me say that. Not only pretty sweet, but, uh, you know, I did them last year, and I took, there was like nine layers of paint. It was horrible. 
this year it wasn't bad. I had my trainees. As I said, man, it's been, uh, don't get me wrong, it's been rough, but we got through it together as a family. And, you know, we're, we're eating dinner every night as a family at, at the end of the shift. And uh, I've got seven or eight people that have been, I mean, just every day. Uh, uh, Dave, man, he has been killing it. It, it's just, it's been really good. Like, I mean, it's always stressful putting on a show, but it's a lot better when you surround yourself with good people and it, it's fun. They make it a little bit of fun. Uh, you know, my mom came down, she's been busting her tail. It, it's just, it, we are a family unit. It's what we do. Yeah, you brought up family, and this one is a very important show as it's a benefit for your family. And let's stop for a second and talk about some of the things that are going to happen to benefit. I know the Marvelous One is doing a bake sale. Uh, there's some other things in the works. Uh, what else is going on? Then I'm going to release what Can Crushers is going to give away as a raffle, I guess you want to call it. So what else is in the hopper? As you said, we are we are doing a raffle. Um, there's a company out in California that has sent some stuff to us. Uh, some of the guys have donated some stuff. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a very interesting potluck kind of deal. But um, as you know, you know, we we had a real bad fire accident, and on the way to the life flight, a lawyer hit a bear, totaling the car. <laughs> so it it's really been. Um, the hell of the last month, you know, trying to get back on my feet and everything. And everybody's been amazing. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's been a, it's been a interesting trip so far, but, um, we're going to do a big raffle uh, of memorabilia, um, you know, stuff that's wrestling related. Uh, and it's kind of going to be like a potluck deal. I'm pretty sure because a lot of people have said they're throwing in. Yeah. And I'll make the announcement. Are two big things. Uh, we're going to have some, I don't want to say little junk, but we have some little things to go with it. But we have two big autographs going into this. One is a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, he rock and rolls all night, and he is half of the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, autograph picture by Ricky Morton is going to be. That's awesome. And then without. The Rock and Roll Express, the other half, we have an autographed picture of Tom Pritchard, Bobby Eaton, and Jim Cornette to give away as well. That is awesome. That is awesome. That, is, that alone is worth it. Like, you can stick that by itself, and that alone can be a wrestle by itself. That, that, is, uh, that is pretty cool, man. I'm not, I, I can't even lie, but I, I know that like, it's not uh, ethical to put my own dollar in for a raffle, but damn it, I might want to. Well, your mom can, right? And your mom yeah, can that's give what I'm saying. I'm going to slip a five. I'm going to slip a five in somebody's pocket because, damn, that's pretty cool, man. I can't thank you enough. I can't thank everybody enough. Um, as, as I said, like, everybody's come together. It, it's really been a brotherhood. People that you would not think, you know, that would be there for you are – you know, and some people that, that I would think would be here aren't, but the people that are here, they make it so much better, man. Without them, I wouldn't be where I am. Without you guys, I wouldn't be where I am. I mean, you, know, you guys are a big driving force in what we do, and we're glad to be back. You know, it, it is our one-year anniversary. It's kind of crazy to have to come back like this, and it'd be a benefit show, but on a one-year anniversary, we're going to try to make it special. 
Yeah, uh, if it lives up to number one and number two, and let's just keep going, um, it's going to blow the roof off of Expo 1 in Clearfield. I have one question for you, though. Are you, yes, sir. Are you going to be masked or unmasked? I will be masked. I will be masked from here on out for a while. Um, my skin is still really fresh. Um, I'm uncomfortable in the mask. I've got some scars. I don't like it. Uh and for medical reasons, man, that, that little bit of material, uh, it gives a separation between my face and everything else. And you know, if I hit my face off of anything too much, I'll bleed. Uh, Pennsylvania's got a blood law. Um, I ain't trying to break my laws. I'm trying to, you know, try to have some good matches. So I did what I had to do. And, uh, right now I'm more comfortable in the masks. Believe it or not, when I'm firing, cause I'm not allowed to be out in the sun. Uh, so the people have called the police for me for firing. It is not, I, I'm not robbing anybody, I promise. Not, I'm not a stick-up man. The bright green pants and the tape should have gave it away. But it did, let me tell you, I am an American luchador. I'm a high-flying, ass-kicking, crazy shay. Please don't call the police. I'm just your neighborhood local wrestler giving a flyer. Yeah, we've, we've, uh, dude, we've got 8,000 flyers. Let's count that. 8,000. We have been, I told you, we have not been idle. The moment I got cleared, it was get up, go, rocket fuel, give me the bang, let's roll. I'm still laughing that somebody called the cops on you. There, that's it. Multiple. I... Multiple. Not not somebody. Multiple towns. So, you know, sorry about that, officers. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you for not tasing me. Well, what we have you, uh, let's spill the beans on a few matches. Don't give it all away because that's what you need to get them there for. Spill the beans on some of the matches. And let's start Nyla with yours. Rose called me last night. Nyla Rose called me last night. Oh, that was an interesting phone conversation. AEW's she, Nyla she Rose. To show up and, yeah, the Nyla Rose. Uh, she called me last night. She was supposed to show up and sign autographs. And she said, Shay, I'm tired. I'm tired of just signing autographs. I want to wrestle. And I said, really? She said, I better be wrestling. I am not one to tell Nyla Rose no. And, uh, you know, the first female on the roster of Asylum is Laura. So I talked to Laura, and uh, Laura says, damn right. She's never backed down from a fight. So uh, Laura versus Nyla definitely happening. Um, yeah, Clearfield Zone taking on AEW's top woman superstar. You're not going to see it anywhere else. Only at a title. That's unbelievable within itself. That that sells tickets. And of course, Shay, you know to piggyback, and you're a businessman. You understand. You know, you know, announcing Nyla Rose being there in a match is just going to help your cause even more. Oh, dude, she is. You know, I've I've been in the ring with her on both uh, friendly and foe side. I know what it is to be uh to, to to even before she got signed to AEW, she was a force. And uh I knew it ever since the moment I laid eyes on her at Covey Pro, uh God, seven years ago. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Um, she's been a really good friend and I've watched her progress and uh, I'm blessed to be able to say that she's uh, agreed to work for asylum. Um, it's definitely a boon to the company, especially with what's going on and what she's doing. I'm no idiot. Um, but the fact that, you know, she's trying to help out for my family, 
that goes above and beyond wrestling. You take off the boots, that's a person, and she's got a heart of gold. She may be the most awesome ass-kicking force in this world, but I love that girl to no end, even if she kills my fiancé. You know, that's how it works. Oh, that's a good way of putting it. What else do you got? All right. So, and that, cause that's not even the main event, man. That's just like, Hey, this is what's going on. Uh, we're going to have an event. Johnny Cross is going to take on Marcus Waters and Johnny Malloy. And this is it. This is, uh, you know, they've, they've both been, uh, going after the title and neither one of them can let each other kind of have a shot at it. So we figured out. Okay. We'll let them all in the ring, and this is it. This is the last time those three will be in the ring together. Uh, it's time to get some new blood in, and, and you know, you'll see. Uh, we've got a lot of new things, a lot of new faces. I have almost 50 people that have signed up for this Battle Royal. That's that's exciting within itself. Uh, we've seen Battle Royals. Oh, yeah, with... yeah. that's the Battle Royal from the, the insane Battle Royal because it's not good. There's too many people to just let one or two out at a time. We're going to... We're going to figure out some ways to make this interesting. It's not going to be your average thing. I promise you that. It may be a little chaotic, but in the end, only one man will win. And whatever, you know, whoever wins will have a shot at any title they want. Any it's, title. It's, you know, any, any title. title. Wow. Any title, any title. Any title. If he wants to give up a partner and go after the tag title, I don't care. It's a shot. Whatever he wants to do. I'm not holding anybody back. But if you ever want a future of the asylum, the dude, the future is yours. Where do you want to take it? I'm not pushing anything to anybody. Show me what you can do. So uh, one question on that. Can they cash in that night and make it a four-way, or is this uh, to be determined on the line? I'm not telling them when they can cash it in. They were cashing in that night so bad. I feel sorry. I feel sorry for anybody, though. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine if uh, Johnny Cross were to take out both those and have to face again that night? Yeah, I, I don't. The, the odds are definitely not uh, in the favor of Mr. Cross, but he's like me. He's a fighting champ. And I, I know him personally. I've known him for a very long time. He ain't going to just lay down. Not unless he absolutely has to. The, the only way to do that is to kill him, or, you know, that's the only way to do that. Make sure he's dead. <laughs> Double tap. All right. Uh, tag team titles on the line as well? Yes, yes. Now, we come to a very interesting uh, crossroad here because Asylum and Code Red, we share tag team, ta- tag team champions right now. Uh, Riot City has managed to capture both the Asylum tag team titles and the Code Red titles. And let me tell you, there was a fight. Damn near a fight from me and Fleck about who they were going to represent. And it's been determined they'll put both titles on the line. What? And in order to do that, if we're going to put both titles on the line, you got to have two more teams. So it's also a three-way as well. Of course. Of course. You know me. I'm crazy shape. We love them three-ways. You do. You I do. Th- I, think, I think they called me the three-way specialist at once. You know, got a shirt, trademark. Love it. I think they did. Uh, all right, what else can we expect? One more. Don't give away the card, as I said. One more, man. What if I'm if I have to give away? Well, of course. Let's talk about my match. I'm not giving away a card here. We already know it's up. We know I'm wrestling. I'm not. There's no way I'm not going to wrestle. It's a ring. I will not be at a show and just sit idle. No way in hell. Um. So, I want to challenge. I want to show everybody that I'm back. Uh, I want to go big. I want to challenge. 
I want to be forced to go absolutely batshit crazy. That's what I want. Uh, so I've uh, talked to one CW and got their cruiserweight champion. And I also want the fans. I want the fans to be prepared to see something amazing. Cause I've really lined up a group of guys and not even just me. Like if I get eliminated, whatever in the first round, you guys are still in for one L you guys are still in for one. L. If you do it, it could happen. It could happen. It, it could very well happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm going against three guys that they, they all hold championships in other places. Miles Millennium from 1CW. Sean Hardy has learned me, learned him out. I said, I, I want one of your best. And I want one of your best in my kind of matches. He gave me Miles Millennium with Sean Carlson. Now, Miles Millennium, just by himself, is a force to be reckoned with. Sean Carlson is a sneaky little bastard, just like Matt Bish. They're in the same category. I, I know what to look for. I, I'm, I'm not new. I'm not. I'm not green. I, I know what the hell's up. Um. Next, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go Simborn. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I said it would be a year. It's been almost a year. He really wants it. He has a ass to learn. Let me tell you, it has been a long summer of little texts and little. He wants it. I'll give it to him. He's not gonna like what he gets. And then we're going to go to the dirtologist, dirtbag game. This guy. Ever since he got booked, and it, you know, he was booked by a friend, he has been the snidest. He's been a prick, let's just be honest. He's been nothing but a prick talking about Freddy Krueger this. And, you know, I, I, I can take so much. But there's a point where he's going to make this personal, and I'm going to single his ass out. And all I need, you know, Mike Tyson said it once, all it takes is one lucky punch. One punch. Anybody could win in a fight. You never know. All it takes is one punch. The right spot, the right time. I've seen a, the littlest guy take down the biggest guy with, with a lucky punch. He better hope to God. He keeps running his mouth. I swear to God, I'm going to make sure that he gets two of them lucky punches. I'm going to whip that man's ass he keeps on his mouth. He's good at what he does, but there's some things you don't say. And with me being the promoter, I will make his life hell. He keeps running his mouth. This will go past this. Guys, this Saturday in Clearfield, Expo 1. It's called Skin Deep. It's Asylum and Code Red Wrestling. Benefit for this man right here, but you know what? Throw the benefit out. It's going to be a knockdown drag out, one hell of a chaos asylum style wrestling. If you're not there. Oh, yeah, this is no pity party, man. This is a party I'm still alive. This is a party that I am still kicking ass, taking names, because all it would have taken is one breath and I wouldn't be here. I'm still with you guys. This is a party. This is, uh, hey, I am still here. I will get back on my feet. I am the most resilient person that you know. This, this is not, this is not a, a pity party. This is a, this is a party of life. This is a celebration. Yeah. Uh, I promise you, this one will be fun. What do you mean? They've all been fun. If you haven't been to Asylum and you don't know what's going on, 
Get your ass to Clearfield this weekend. Oh, yeah, we've got a reason now to party. I guarantee you that this, this one, you know, we've got two good companies, and we didn't slack off for this one. And the talent, the talent that we have lined up for you guys, it, it is worthy to be on any card in any any place. I am happy to say that we are we are coming, kicking, and screaming. Y'all hold on. This is going to be one hell of a ride. All right, Shay, we'll see you Saturday. Ah, see you Saturday. I can't wait. So how about Crazy Shay announcing all that and then everything more? I mean that it's going to be a spectacular event, and I can't wait to see. I can't wait for you to tell me some of the matches. I'm sadly not going to be there. I have pre-existing, pre-existing um, yeah, consequences. consequences of being a football player, and I, I get to spend the day with my brothers that I haven't seen since the spring. So. The retirement's hitting you hard. Very hard. And it's really not even football season yet <laughs> for you. Uh, there's five title matches. There's a mega battle royal rumble that's going to happen. Like 50 people. Yeah. yeah. It, it's gonna, Expo 1 is going to be crowded. But the cool thing about it is we talked about with Shay, there's a, a bake sale. We're giving away some stuff. There's going to be more stuff given away. All this benefits Shay and Alora and... He's just a great man. He said some other stuff to me off the air that if it covers, he wants to give back as well, which is unbelievable. That's the way Crazy Shay is, man. He's a great dude, a stand-up dude. Um, for the very first thing that we went to him was for the Special Olympics. I don't know if you remember yep. that. And it was a year ago this month. Yes. So we're on a year anniversary with Asylum, and we pulled our ticket winners out. Well, so that's the thing. If you didn't see our Facebook Live Crazy Shay called us and in true Crazy Shay fashion said, Hey, listen, I don't want you to do it the normal way. I don't want you to just give away two tickets. I want you to give one ticket away twice. Not what? The same, not the same ticket, but two different tickets to two different people. And he said, I want them to bring a friend or I want them to come and bring somebody new that's never been in the wrestling scene and maybe would like the wrestling scene. And that's what I want that free ticket to go to. And... Of course, me and Mark, being wrestler lovers, we loved that idea. Wrestler lovers. Wrestling lovers. Oh, wrestling lovers. I love wrestlers, Are, too. Yeah, well, I mean, both now, ways. What are you talking about? There's you can't Alora, see, you can't see there's my... Ray Lynn, there's right. Britt Baker. There's Uggy. There's not Matt Bish. There's not Matt Bish. <laughs> uh, our two winners were Danielle Kressler and Kayla Kessler. Ke- Kessler. Kessler. I'm putting the R in the wrong spot. You're putting two R's in. I'm a pirate today. Daniel I'm a big dumb dinosaur. Arr. And Kayla Yorns are our two winners. So, And we have one in the hoppa in case one of you two beautiful people can't make it. Yeah, so uh, you'll be contacted again and let me know. It's this Saturday, Expo 1, Clearfield of Pennsylvania. You know, I had just gotten that Kiss song out of my head and then we sung the intro. It- is and it now, really Kiss or is it Poison? That's Kiss. All right, just making sure. Yeah, dude. Right, whatever. I don't, I'm not a Kiss fan. I actually hate Kiss. You don't like Gene Simmons with his tongue? No. I figured you like But tongues. my my big my big best cousin, Big Rob, loves Kiss. He's a huge Kiss fan. OVW is coming up. OVW! It's now time for your OVW report. 1,044 continuing to just blow things out of the water. They really are... And they start hot. They start with the TV gauntlet match right off the bat. And it's Dustin Jackson against Chase 
Destiny. Just going by Chase anymore. He's dropped to Destiny. Uh, both of them are former Can Crusher alum. But this match is back and forth. And Dustin gets the win as he hits a knee to the face. <laughs> Chase, done. See you later. Out comes Dapper Dan to take on Dustin. And Randall makes his way out as we've seen this feud between Randall Floyd and Dustin Jackson. And Dan gets a quick roll up from behind to move on. Then Randall jumps into the ring and it's Randall against Dapper Dan. Let me stop for a minute and say I'm so happy to see Dapper Dan back. He is a dastardly, devious type of guy. Wins on any way possible. He's an older Drew Hernandez, if you listen to the Drew Hernandez conversation that we had. But uh, Dapper, once again, gets the win because Dustin now is causing issues for Randall Floyd. Out comes Jay Bradley, your current OVW television champion and half of the tag team champions, but he doesn't come alone. The rest of the legacy of brutality comes out, and Dapper Dan was part of this at one time. So they're all thinking, oh my God, they're just all going to come together and be a huge, massive group taking over OVW. Uh, it doesn't happen. All of them gave him a thumbs down. Boomstick, and Bradley moves on. And Bradley moves on to take on the returning Leonis Khan. Khan comes out on fire. You think that he is going to possibly be your TV champion. He just got out of jail recently. Uh, now he wants his OVW tag team titles back. Jay Bradley's part of that. Nonetheless, the whole legacy gets in and just starts beating on him. Bradley gets the win. Maximus Khan comes out. And King's Ransom just are left laying at the end. Uh, Shiloh and DL3 kick Thunder Kitty to the curb. Because as we say, bros before hoes. So they are back on a... Uh, the entourage is stronger than ever. Uh, Sinbodi challenges Amon for Fight for Freedom on September 11th for the Anarchy title. This match is going to be mayhem galore because who knows what's going to happen with Anarchy rules. Um, we're excited to see Sinbodi, but I'm going to pull for my boy Amon and uh, maybe we can chat with him as well. And then you get the $100,000 ladder match, uh, a qualifying match. And Mr. Marvelous is in it. Shiloh's in it. Drew Hernandez is in it. And then Dimes. In this match, pillar of the post, wall to wall, roof to... You know what I'm saying. This match was all over the place. And Dimes looks like he is going to get the uh, powerbomb from Drew and get wiped out, but after Shiloh and Maximus are just worried about themselves on the outside, Dimes turns it into the randomest change maker I've ever seen. You know, he's he's up in the powerbomb position, weasels his way out, and boom, hits the change maker out of nowhere, and boy, uh, Dimes the first entrance in the thousand, the $100,000 ladder match. Uh, after the break, you see Dimes and Mr. Marvelous laid out with OBE painted on them in the back. So, 
uh, OVV, OVE making their presence known once again in OVW. Uh, we have to follow this. We'll have to see what happens tonight. See if my correspondent can come back and give me some information. Uh, what else was said, you know, behind the scenes. But uh, we have to watch this OVE thing. Um, they're coming hard. And then finally, last week, Justin Smooth uh, challenged... Corey Storm to a match and it got turned into a tag team match. Well, Justin Smooth brings out Adam Revolver with Shannon the Dude as his partner and nobody knew who Category 5 was going to get and it ended up being the double R, the double rated R superstar, uh, Randall Royal. Randy Royal, and he looked great making his way back. He's been out of OBW for a while. They pick up at the win at the end, and it's just reversals back and forth. A great match, guys. Make sure you check it out on OVWnetwork.com. $4.99 a month gets you all the great action from OVW, all the SNSs, all the extracurricular stuff that will be going on as well. Guys, as we said, OVW is moving to Tuesday nights. It's going to be live, so you make sure you uh, are watching OVW. Uh, at the tail end of the show, uh, joining the Rock and Roll Express will be Rhino and Chavo Guerrero as well at the SN uh, on the September 11th Fight for Freedom. So OVW, a lot of stuff happening. Make sure you watch it. Make sure you follow Al Snow and Chad Miller and tell them how much. You love finding out about Ohio Valley Wrestling from Can Crushers. All right, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with some Raw and SmackDown. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Hey, this is former WWE superstar Duke, the Dumpster Drossy, and you are listening to the Can Crushers Podcast. I'm still on a high about giving those tickets away, talking OB-Dub, September 11th, Fight for Freedom. There's a lot, a lot going on. Volumes are still extremely high, so we're screaming our lungs off today, or we're just excited to be back in studio together after phone calls and everything, but we'll talk briefly on Raw and SmackDown, and Paul, we can put them all together, ramble as we may. I'm, I love the King of the Ring, and that's the two main selling points on both right now. I hate that there's only two matches per week on them. Um, get the first round over, save the rest for uh, Clash of Champions. Well, we it's not a, little, a true King of the Ring. Do we have a little bit till Clash of the Champions? Yeah, but it, it's just lingering. You win a tournament, we always look at the Super Indie. Or we look at old school King of the Ring. You win a tournament in one night, it solidifies that you're one of the greats. Right. And if you win a tournament over six weeks, great. You wrestled six matches over six weeks. But I just, can do that. But just think, 
when they did the best in the world tournament, they did that all in one night too. Okay. So there was that, and um, so I, I think that they're trying to stay away from that because Miz got hurt in that match. He got hurt. Well, air quotes. Yeah. But were they planning on doing the best in the world for Shane McMahon moniker, or did that just kind of fall in their lap? I think they planned on it because, damn it, Shane's been running with it. and it's, Oh, he hasn't stopped running with it. No. He's like running with scissors. I'm hoping he trips and falls, but it's never going to happen. Right in the jugular. Nah, not in the jugular. Why do you always want people to die? For like, the jugglers and the jugglers. For the jigglettes. Oh. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Whoop, whoop. So let's talk about some matches that actually were key. The Roman Zig match I thought was amazing. They put it all out on the line. And that not to be your main event shows that the shows are going a different way. Yeah. And it's it's finally it's exciting. It was exciting to watch. I didn't hate this Roman match. No. Because it For was once. back and forth and it kept my interest. Yes. At 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. <laughs> yeah, because you went to bed a little early on Monday night. I had a hell of a headache. Um, I like the whole Sasha thing. We'll just run down some stuff. I like where they're going with Sasha not talking. I do like that. Why, though, is The Fiend attacking Legends? I don't know if you've noticed that, but he's been going after just Legends. I have an idea. Do you want me to say it? Or yeah, do you want me to go. I, I ask you the question. You might as well talk. I think this is setting up for Fiend, Undertaker, in Saudi Arabia. Undertaker gets another massive payout. And then he's done. To lose. Yes. To lose. I'm okay with that. And he's done. I, I'm you can, hoping. You can always resurrect the dead man. Always. Right. He's been. Yeah. He gets struck by lightning and he's back. I know. So, but this, the whole thing I was upset about with The Fiend is, for once, commentary was great. See, this is where we differ. I didn't mind when Lawler was on there with a quick one-hitters. Right. Okay with that. But they were actually having a conversation. They were actually telling stories of the matches. And not just Corey Graves being an idiot and the other two trying to carry him. Because the other two are professionals. Corey Graves is not a professional talker. No, no. He is not an announcer. He, he's, For me, he ruins the show. He really does. He doesn't say anything funny. He's rude. And he, he, it's just not... How rude. And he flip-flops. Like, at one point in time, he likes somebody. And the very next sentence, he doesn't like them. And he doesn't keep it straight. But to have this other guy come in from the bullpen that's from the UK or where, why not just have, and this is where a, a part breaks off, why not have Byron, Byron Saxton be there or Tom Phillips? Because that you can sell. This why guy's need, from the UK coming over to do a commentary. Why do you need three people? Right. I would have been happy if it was just Cole and Renee finishing it off. And we know Michael Cole can be a great heel. Yes. So have Renee be the the face and Cole be the heel. And have them banner back and forth. That's always what it was like with Lawler and JR. Yeah, Monsoon and Bobby the Heen. Monsoon and Vince McMahon. Right. Two is great. Enough. Three is too much. Yes. Because you always... It's just like a triple threat match. We, we beat this down. Sometimes it's good, but most of the time you have one person just sitting there doing nothing. nothing. Is the other two just talk? Um, what else do you want to talk about? The Rey Mysterio wanting to retire. Well, I, it's coming. It is coming, but his son talks him out of it. His son's slowly getting into wrestling. I don't know if this is a six-month process, a year process. 
Does is his son the one that posted this on Facebook to already? retire him? To retire him. Do you think? I think it's a it's a great storyline. He retired his dad. Right. Retired, so maybe he takes a year off and comes back and gets stronger. Da 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 da, and then has another. It's great. You know, it's the whole. All right, before I step on feet, it's like a, a passing of the mask. It's the Lucha way. You know, something like that to wrestle your dad would. You'd love to wrestle Ted. No, I wouldn't. He'd hit me. He's already told me that if he ever had to fight me, he'd find the biggest thing he could pick up and hit me with it. Concrete block. I, he's getting old now, so it's probably going to be like a stick or something. Or a bat. A stick. I will hit you with a stick. Whoa, a stick. Uh, and finally on Raw, uh, the last take, what? Well, how about new tag team That's what I, I said, uh, and finally on oh, Raw, the last yeah. take... Uh, uh, Seth Rollins and Braun become the new tag team champions. What does this, before we get to that, what does this do to the OC? Um, nothing. I think that it sucks that they lost, but they're going to come back next week or the week after, and they're going to win their titles back, and they're going to be just as strong. And it gives you that bridge to... Everybody's everybody's seen this uh, McFoley and The Rock. It'll either be a clean finish... It's not going to be a clean finish. Braun's going to end up punching Seth. But I think that it's going to be a clean finish, a clean win for the OC. Yeah, they don't have to cheat. Yeah, they don't have to cheat. They're not going to have to cheat. It's going to be a clean win for the OC, and then Braun and... Braun's your new number one contender. That's already, I think. At least for Clash of Champions, and I... Think it's a one-off. So that's what it's always a one-off with Braun. It's always a one-off with Joe. Right. Because these guys are good enough that they don't need a title, and guys like Seth do. And I don't think Seth needs a title. But I don't think he does either. But he's a face. He's, he's a face. He's a better face than Joe's mug that looks like yours. I, I see. I want a warrior champion. Well, I do too. And I want a monster champion. Uh, Joe and Cesaro was also an awesome match. Yes. Raw, I enjoyed Raw immensely. This I forgot, week. We forgot all about Joe and Cesaro, and yeah. that's two heels going against each other in the first round of a tournament. That's this, this Raw was great. My only thing is, I wish all the first round Raw King of the Rings. That's what hampered me. I didn't need to see some of the other things. You know what else I didn't like about Raw was Miz and Ricochet versus. Yeah. Corbin and Mac. McIntyre. It's the matches you're going to see next week. I know. That's horrible. Like, don't do that anymore. I just Put don't like Ricochet anymore. I love Ricochet. No. High flyer, always fun to watch. I just, I just call it a spot fest. I'm an, ath- I'm an athlete. That's athleticism to me. All right. I can do cartwheels, too. You can't do a cartwheel. I can do a round off. We're going Facebook Live out in the yard after this. No, Mark showing Not today. off. Today I got editing cartwheels and round offs and everything else. Now we're on to SmackDown. We are. Uh, Orton is still money on the mic. Oh yeah. I just, if anything, I got from SmackDown. He started. He was there for five minutes. He did his shtick on the mic, and unbelievable. I, I bought into everything. I want Orton to win this title and run with it for five or six months. Ooh. He's, you are tired of Kofi. I am. I, I am. Why did Kofi need to come down and instead of just getting in the ring, dive through the ring, do a somersault, just get in the MF and ring and fight. Why do you need to dive through a somersault and then punch Randy? Just to throw him off. Okay. You never see a diving somersault punch coming. Never. Uh, my match of the night was Almas and Cruz. I, I, 
if Almas doesn't win this King of the Ring, I am going to be pissed. I, you know who what I'm pissed about? My boy Kevin Owens getting suckered out of it again. Once you heard "Here comes the money," I thought oh, a, Owens is official. Yeah, he's done. Owens. I knew it because of how many times he got called into Shane's office during the day. But you made a great point on the garbage truck today that you thought Shane was actually going to pull himself out. I really thought he was going to Yeah, I thought he was going to pull him out and then Shane was taking his place and it was going to be over with and Shane Elias would lay down for Shane. Yes, and Shane would be the best in the world and the king of the ring. It's not over yet. I hope it's that does not, not over happen. yet. For if, wrestling fans, if everyone, it happens, for the wrestlers, I hope that doesn't happen because I would be furious. Taking off King of the Ring for how long, and then the first King of the Ring back is Shane McMahon. No. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a minute about Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy, two weeks in a row, super huge matches. Gets the win this time, which is even better. Over five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Daniel Bryan, heavyweight yes. champion. Right. And his match last week against Roman was unbelievable. Now this one, it's excelling him. And you said as we were picking up garbage again, he's a hidden gem. He is, but he's... he's I not think he, was, he has been... He was on main roster in the heavyweight division before. He went, cut the weight, got down to 205, was a... Stellar champion down there, like Doug Muffin, like Cedric Alexander, not oh, Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric Cedr- Alexander was a stellar champion down there, and now he's back up in the bigs, and he he's got what it takes to make it. I think he does, and they're giving him a slow but losing streak. Oh, you want a big one? He's going to lose again next week. You think I he loses this. again next week? I love this. It's a subtle push. They're probably going to give him uh, Rowan next week, but I think that's when. Um, Roman Reigns comes out and saves the day, and Buddy Murphy gets the win because of it. That's a good point. That's a good point. And to end SmackDown, we see Rowan's twin brother, Dumb. Raymond. Rowan and Rowan. Uh, was, he looks like Johnny Malloy from Asylum, <laughs> legitimately. Uh, it probably was Johnny Malloy, actually. Nonetheless. Johnny Malloy, call us and tell us where you were on Tuesday. We we don't know a name. We really just had two people. But this is the guy that was attacking Roman. Yeah, so so he was. Attacking Roman, air quotes, as you can't see. Yeah. All right, let's head over to the English professor. And then we have Pat covering some MCW from last week. Uh, big news here, and I'm pretty excited. And then we'll wrap it up. In one night. Brett Hitman Hart turned a back suplex from the second rope into a pin on Razor Ramon, reversed an inside cradle on Mr. Perfect, and jumped on Bam Bam Bigelow's shoulders for a forward roll on his way to becoming the WWF's King of the Ring. Although this was the first King of the Ring pay-per-view, there were several tournaments in prior years that crowned other kings, including the first tournament from 1985, which ended between heels, Iron Sheik, and Magnificent Morocco. Harley Race won a King of the Ring tournament, maybe even two according to commentary from Vince and Jesse Ventura, which is why he had a crown and a cape. Race defended his kingdom like a title, and when the Hulkster smashed him through a table on Saturday night's main event, putting handsome Harley on the shelf, Bobby Heenan took the cape and crown and gave them to Haku, a member of the Islanders who was suddenly a singles wrestler after Tama and C.V. Offie left the WWF. Duggan was also a King of the Ring because he pinned Haku and took the cape and crown from him. Macho King Randy Savage beat Duggan, which made him a king of the ring, 
which was different than the King of the Ring tournament Savage won a couple of years earlier. The continuity of the WWF's King of the Ring can be more bewildering than following multiple Hawkmen in a DC reboot. Nevertheless, the King of the Ring tournament has always been a fun change to the usual routine. Each year, aside from a pretty entertaining one-night tournament, the King of the Ring pay-per-view would launch new stories and angles. Bret Hart was a former world champion looking to regain his title. During an interview on Superstars of Wrestling, the hitman went down his hit list. He had a bone to pick with the narcissist who had blasted him with his iron-loaded forearm. Yokozuna beat Hart for the belt at WrestleMania 9, and Hart wanted a rematch, even though the sumo grand champion lost the belt to Hulk Hogan about two minutes after winning it. And what about the Hulkster? The hitman called him out, too. But after winning the crown, scepter, and cape, Hart was attacked by another king, crowned in another promotion, Jerry Lawler. Lawler's brutal beatdown on the newly coronated king put all other feuds on hold as Bret Hart, his brother Owen, and other Hart family members waged war on Lawler throughout the WWF and Memphis. The following year, with the siblings fighting amongst themselves, Owen set out to prove he could do anything his lousy, stinking, no-good brother Bret could do. And he did. Owen turned a sunset flip from Tatanka into a pin when he dropped his knees on the Native American's shoulders, using the same move the British Bulldog used to beat Bret Hart at Wembley Stadium. In the next round, Owen used the hold his older brother made famous, the sharpshooter, to get the 1-2-3 kid to surrender his spot in the coveted tournament. In these first two matches, Owen told a brilliant story which showed determination to break out of Bret's shadow and a willingness to win on his own. And the parallels didn't stop in the first two rounds. In the finals, Owen faced the man Bret beat in the opening round the previous year, El Jefe, Razor Ramon. If Bret beat Razor in the first round and still won two more matches after that, then certainly Owen would wipe the mat with Razor. But the bad guy proved to be too big and too bad for the two-time Slammy winner. Owen, desperate to win on his own, had to admit that Razor was just too strong. He called for backup, and Jim Neidhart rushed to the ring. Earlier in the event, the Anvil had been Brett's corner man for his match against Diesel. On Father's Day 1994, everyone expected Brett to have Stu in his corner. But on this day, we discovered that Neidhart was married to Brett's sister. Neidhart helped Razor off the arena floor before dropping him again with the clothesline. Following an anvil blast, Razor was not sharp enough to continue, and Owen scored the easy win. Just two years later, the career of perhaps the biggest name in pro wrestling history was catapulted into superstardom, when from the King's podium, Stone Cold Steve Austin shouted at an injured Jake the Snake Roberts, who was being helped to the locker room, You thump your Bible, and you quote your John 3.16, while Austin 3.16 says, I just whipped your ass. Part of the fun of the King of the Ring, or any other tournament, is that matches all take place in one night. Any tournament that lasts over an extended period of time loses steam. When the Ultimate Warrior surrendered the Intercontinental title after winning the World Championship from Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania VI, Jack Tunney held a tournament to fill the vacated title. The matches were held one at a time on WWF television. Perhaps in an effort to hurry the tournament and have a new champion, the tournament was full of double countouts and double disqualifications leading to a final match between Tito Santana and Mr. Perfect, only the second tournament match for each competitor. Despite Santana's awesome skills and his ability to make us believe he was in any match, deep down, 
We all knew Mr. Perfect was going to win. This tournament always felt a little cheap to me because of how drawn out, and yet at the same time, because of how drawn out it was, how rushed it was. Although I referenced the historical context of Austin's win, the 1996 King of the Ring only featured the last two rounds of the tournament for a total of three matches on an eight-match card titled King of the Ring. Three is the magic number in wrestling, and this card would have been better served had it featured all three rounds of the tournament. There's something exciting about seeing the same person come out over and over again for another fight. We found out how badly the Macho Man wanted the WWF title when he wrestled four matches in one night at WrestleMania 4. We also found out how quickly Elizabeth can change dresses. WWE has brought back the King of the Ring, and I'm excited to see how it unfolds. Although the brands mean very little now, I like the idea of a final match between one Raw and one SmackDown competitor. I hate the possibility of that meaning that the McMahons will somehow get involved to represent their respective brands. But in looking at the brackets, they have an exciting, varied crop of good wrestlers, and it has the makings of a great tournament. This is the sort of title they could have brought back in place of the 24-7 title. But anyway... Monday night's sole tournament match featured Samoa Joe against Cesaro. Cesaro hit Joe with a wicked uppercut as soon as the bell sounded, and it looked to be over just that quickly. The two superstars put on a performance that contained good chain wrestling, stiff strikes, and a reasonable amount of high flying. Cesaro sprang off the second rope and got caught in the coquina clutch. Samoa Joe moved on to round two. Before the match, the two wrestlers gave convincing promos on why the tournament is important to them and why they feel they will win. A tournament has always been the sort of competition that wakes wrestlers up a little bit. It's more than just about beating one opponent. It's a chance to prove superiority over a slew of competitors. The only thing this tournament has going against it is that we fans are a little in the dark on how it will proceed and when it will conclude. On a three-hour show, with the WWE's focus currently being the king of the ring, I would have expected more than just this one tournament match. Part of my concern is that this tournament will lose interest. I'm also concerned Vince will lose interest and scrap it with no conclusion. In today's English Tip of the Week, we'll look at irregular verbs. Last week, we studied irregular nouns. This week, we'll discuss irregular verbs. Typically, a verb's past tense is formed by adding ed to the end of the verb. For example, the past tense of drop is dropped. The Iron Sheik dropped the belt to Hulk Hogan. But what about irregular verbs that don't change to the past tense so easily? Some irregular verbs remain the same, whether they are in the past tense or the present tense. An example of this is bet. Bet is the present tense. I bet you Andrade wins the King of the Ring tournament. But bet is also the past tense. When the Million Dollar Man was sure he could beat Dustin Rhodes in under 10 minutes, would you say Ted DiBiase betted he would win in under 10 minutes? Or Ted DiBiase bet he would win in under 10 minutes? Since bet does not change from the present tense to the past tense, the answer is bet. The Million Dollar Man bet he could beat Dustin Rhodes in under 10 minutes. Cling is an irregular verb. As Shawn Michaels held onto the cell, Undertaker stomped on the heartbreak kid's fingers. Eventually, Michaels fell off the cage and through the announcer's table. Cling is an irregular verb. Would you say the boy toy clinged, clanged, or clung to the cage? Since it's an irregular verb, you can't just add ed to the end of the word. And clanged is just nonsense. So the answer is clung. 
Shawn Michaels clung to the cage. Give is an irregular verb. When Andre the Giant beat Hulk Hogan and then surrendered the belt to Ted DiBiase, would you say Andre gave him the belt, gave him the belt, or gave him the belt? Again, give is an irregular verb. So gived won't work. Gaved makes my skin crawl, so we are left with gave. Andre the Giant gave Ted DiBiase the world championship belt. And with that, class... You're dismissed. And welcome back to the show, the Rated X Can Crusher. Pat, you got to go to an event at MCW this past weekend, and we'll get to that in a second. And I'm jealous for the freaking, first of all, again, the food pictures you were sending to me. Then you hung out with the Briscoes. You met Gia Scott that we're going to have on the show in the near future. We still haven't figured out the details, but good move on that, Pat. Thanks, Mark. How's it going? It's go- uh, it's going great. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Uh, food was great at the Town and Grill again. I'm a little bit disappointed they didn't have the mussels, but whatever. I maybe go out of my shell and order something different. And that food was I had wings and I had like I had those uh, crab meat fries, and they were great. Those are delicious. Those are those are actually the number one thing that I'm going to go back for, and then the mussels. But that's not what I wanted to banter about. How about this Can Crushers Legacy Tournament that we have going on that we started at your house a month and a half ago, and we're finally in the round two. Do you have a favorite yet? I don't have a favorite because I like a lot of them. I was a little disappointed that Tessa didn't go any further. A couple of people dropped out that I thought was going to go further, but it is what it is. But I'd, I'd have like multiple favorites, I think, because I just I like a lot of them. Like yeah. It's hard to pick. Week in and week out, day in and day out, uh, the votes are getting tougher. And some of these matches, folks, uh, we're going to put the tournament bracket online now so you can actually follow it. The first round we never give away, but now you can actually follow where it's going to go, where your favorite wrestlers are going to go. Uh, we'll put that up tomorrow so you can see it. But you're going to have matches like Bret Hart against Alberto Del Rio. It's happened. But... It's now Can Crusher style. And then you have Randy Orton against Bray, the Fiend coming. We're just throwing everything against the wind here, Pat. Yes, you guys are. It's it's just crazy. It's just unbelievable matches that happened even in the first round. Now in the second round, you don't know what's going to happen. All right, let's get to the old show that you went to. MCW Future of Honor is what it was dubbed, right? Correct. And then I went to food. Got the food, and I ran across. I think it opened at 6.30. I got there maybe like quarter to 7. I walked in, and there was people in line all the way lined up for getting inside the arena, I guess, to get their seats. And I look over, and I see, like, uh, guest appearances, and I don't see anybody in line. And I talked to the guy. I was like, is that where the Briscoes are going to be? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, there's no one in line. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm like, I'm going to stay in line. <laughs> I'm like, I'll get in the arena later. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, you just so, had a general mission seat, right? Yeah, I just got general admission. I didn't go for front row or nothing. I'm not worried about that stuff. The arena is small enough you can see anywhere. Right, right. All right, go ahead. So I go stand in line, and I'm talking to the guy. And then, like, some other guy comes up, some MCW guys, and they're like, well, you got to have a ticket. And I'm like, what ticket? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I bought my ticket to get in here. And they're like, oh, a ticket to get over here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And, like, as I was, like, 
getting a little heated. They're coming out, and I'm like, no, this is not happening. And, and then the, they're talking back and forth with them, and then the Briscoes, and they're like, no, you don't need tickets if you have cash. And I was like, okay, I got cash. And they're and then they're like, they asked the, Bris- they asked the Briscoes how much, and they're like, ten bucks. I'm like, really? I'm like, that's amazing. I was like, you could tell like they don't care about the money. I, and after all that hoopla and like I got up and I talked to him and I'm like, you guys are awesome. This and that. And I'm like, it's, it's amazing as well as you guys did without even being in WWE. I'm like, that's awesome. And then I got your signature that you wanted. Yeah. They were just cool guys. They were just real down to earth. They were great with the fans, with me, with everybody else. I, I, I just like them even more now. Nice. Nice, yeah, and ten bucks for dual autographs, more or less. You didn't just get one of the Briscoes; you got both. Yeah, I got both of them, and I got one for you, and then got the pick, and awesome. Good deal. Mm-hmm. How, about, how about the card now? So we go in there, and uh, first match was uh, Dak Draper, aka Mile High Magnum, and Ken Dixon, and they're in a tag team match against Austin Sun and. Uh, and Joey Keys for a Future of Honor Top Prospect Tournament. So Austin's son is uh, the son of Billy Gunn. He's dubbed Son of a Gun. Nice. Nice. So uh, it's kind of catchy. I mean, he came out and did his little the spiel and their little Billy Gunn style stuff. And I'm like, eh, like do something else. You know what I mean? But anyway, I like Dak Draper because he came out and is like cussed out the fans and like, Gave him the business. It was it, he was pretty cool. I did like him. He came out in like a Goldberg type entrance, which I'm like, what the? Well, whatever, you know. But it worked for him. The match was okay. I like Joey Keys and stuff like that. But they ended up losing. What they lose from? Uh, oh, it was a gut wrench suplex into a power bomb. Uh, Draper did that to Keys and uh, got the victory. That was like a little short match, but it was good. Nice. All right. Um, so the next match was. Uh, which I don't get this. The, the, it was supposed to be uh, which number one Brian Johnson, which I'm starting to like him a lot. And side note, there is these knuckleheads in the background all night kept shouting one. And then even after the match, when like the ref was counting out, they're like one, one, one. And the ref's counting. <laughs> and then the ref's doing a pinfall later on. He's like, they're like one, one. These four guys. I don't know who they were, but they were funny. <laughs> I was like... It was great. Brian Johnson faced uh, Mr. Excellence Brandon Scott. For the winner was supposed to fight uh, Dante Calbero. Okay. For the, we're later in the match, later in the night for the championship, which I don't get because Mr. Excellence Brandon Scott won the Shamrock Cup. And right. I thought when he won the Shamrock Cup, you already get a match. So that- why is he fighting for a match? To I, I, I didn't understand that. Right, that's what they said when I was down there. Yeah, he, he gets a future title shot. Right, maybe that wasn't one. I don't know, maybe this is an extra shot. I, I'm not really too sure on that, but uh, whatever. Brian Johnson, like, he went for the ribs a little bit, and he was, like, mouthing off of the crowd, too. He was He's a good heel. Um, he went for abdominal stretch twice, which I haven't seen that in a long time. Wow. But, more on his part, because, like, you know, his ribs were bruised up from the last uh, cup. He came out with the taped ribs, remember? I do. I do. And uh, it was back and forth for a little bit. But Mr. Excellence, he got he got the win later on. It was his uh, 
he jumps on the second rope backwards and does like an RKO. Yeah. He won with but that was a good match. The third match was uh was it Gia Scott. And she does like an intro, like in the back, like which the TV's back, so you have to flip your head back, which that pain, but what whatever, they're all doing it. Um she basically she was facing uh what's her name? Amy Rose. It was like timekeeper of our ROH for their first match. So she's back there talking a little smack on her, saying, like, you're not getting over on me. And then she basically called her uh, the B word at the end. <laughs> I'm going to slap you. Yeah, I'm like, wow. whoa. <laughs> and uh, Gia Scott, she's built from Pittsburgh. So I don't know if she ever wrestled in IWC or not. Like, I've I'm never not... seen her. Okay. But uh, when I looked up her thing, she's like a former two-time MCW champion who I actually got a picture with, and I talked to her earlier in the night. Super nice lady. Um which she's going to talk with us later, you know, that's awesome. In the near future, yes. Near future. So the veteran versus the rookie, he went back and forth, mostly like Gia was dominating the match most of the time. But uh, Amy got a couple licks in, and, like, Gia got mad, and she got, like, Charlotte crazy eyes, and I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Like, that's not the same girl I was talking to earlier. She just got – she just went nuts. And uh, she ended up winning with, like, a, a, a riot kick type deal. Okay. So that was a good match. Then the lights go out, and then what's going on here? Amy Rose is in the ring by herself, and then who comes out but Maria Manic? Yes, so I've seen her. Out. She's an ROH, so they're affiliated. So she walks down the ring, and as soon as she walks down the ring, security's all over in the ring. And I'm like, well, what's going to go on now? And she just destroys security. She just walks through them. And Amy Rose runs for the hills. And that was I would have done the same thing. <laughs> it's nice. Let me stop you there for a minute. It's nice that they're associated with ROH as much as they are because everybody knew the Briscoes were going to be there. But right. now you can surprise people with people like Maria Manic, or, you know, maybe the next time a Flip Gordon comes or a Bandito or, you know, somebody like that. And it, that just keeps you, holy crap, they keep surprising us every month with somebody. You got to go to MCW. Oh, I want Marty Scroll going out there. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, which it could happen, but like probably down in the future. I, I forgot to add, like, the Briscoes, like, after, like, they did their meet and greet and stuff. They walked in the back before the show started. I was like, huh, they're going to stick around a little bit. Because I didn't know, like, how long, you know what I mean? Like, with their schedule, they're going to stay five minutes. and But they stayed around. Um, so then let's see whatever happened after that. Oh, uh, they had the uh, this god-awful stick. Flex Simmons come out for a flexibition. Ugh. He comes out. He's about the size of me when I was 18 and I don't know, 150 pounds or something like that. He wasn't that big. And then another guy comes out, which I guess he's a, uh, I didn't realize, I didn't know what his name was until I looked him up later. His name was sick. He has a, he's ripped and he's got like a red rooster mohawk and they just did a flex off for a little bit. And then some other guy came out and then I'm not even sure what happened, but that, that was kind of pointless. I, like I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> nice. Was that right after intermission, probably? Uh, no, it was before intermission. They had one more match before intermission. So the fourth match was a six-man tag team champ uh, match. It was Primal Fear versus what was it? Henya Hex. 
And they teamed up with Rush Hour, which I didn't know anything about them, but I love their freaking little shtick. So it's Rush Hour, it's Dion Epps, and Tommy Seto. Seto, I think. Yeah. I probably butchered that name out. But uh, so Dion's uh, uh, kind of like your uh, uh, the two in the Rush Hour. Is, uh, so Tommy Soto is Jackie Chan, and Dion's the other guy. So Okay. All right. <laughs> that's what they're that's what they were going for. I, that, that's my opinion. What they were going for, which I liked it. I thought it was funny. Um, that was more of your uh, spotty, you know, a lot of super kicks, stuff like that. Your, yeah, you know, young bucks, big, young bucks type match, big moves and stuff like that. Um, match went pretty quick. wasn't too bad. They ended up primal fear ended up winning with their uh, their finishers called fallen days. It's basically so the three of them, the two the two other guys throw the guy up in the air, and the third guy basically smashes the other guy's head in the in the, in the uh, mat, which that was pretty cool. I thought, I was like, wow, that is a great move. That's awesome. So then after that, then it was intermission. Oh, uh, no, actually, before intermission, lights went out and SOS came out, and there are Sons of Savage, which I don't know who they are, but there were some big dudes. They came out, and them and uh, Primal Fear got in a confrontation, and they, they scurried him out of the ring. Then you had your intermission. Intermission was, eh, it was all right. Is uh, let's see, I met Gia earlier. Then I watched, uh, I talked to uh, Billy Gunn's kid. I talked to him for a little bit and stuff like that. He was cool. He looks just like his dad. But like kid. you were telling me earlier that he uh, he does everything his dad does. He kind of needs to build off his own character, though, right? Uh, I I think so. Uh, I think if he like save a couple of his dad's moves for like a big finish or something like that, or maybe like pulling it out if he really needs it or something like that. Cause like during the match, like he did like the, the, the suck it signs and like the, they're like throwing the guy's head in the thing. And he's like, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. And I'm like, and then he starts laughing and I'm like, what the heck? And then he does the, uh, his dad's punches. And then he's like, Oh, road dog. And he was going to do the road dog thing. And then he got caught. So yeah, he needs to really like maybe get away from that or something. I mean, I like the sound of a gun thing, but, he needs to do some of his own moves. Yeah, maybe he should come out as a smoking gun instead, right? Oh, yeah. That's good. I haven't heard no. that. Well. No. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No. <laughs> no, I talked to him, and, like, the Briscoes there for intermission and went back in. They had uh, – they went right back into Eric Martin. He was half – he's half the tag team champs. He won the champion – him and his partner, the Saviors, won the championship when uh, at the Shamrock Cup. So they're – he was versus uh, it's pronounced Rio, and I was like, "Well, I gotta write that down because I'm not gonna remember that." <laughs> Eric's good heel though. He's been out and talk smack on everybody in the crowd. Then he come out and he slapped him around for a bit. He just freaking and it went back and forth or inside, outside of the ring and stuff like that. Um, Rio kept making a comeback and it was good. Uh, let's see, he ended up going for a pedigree. And then Eric ended up giving him a good spine buster. But then, like, he put his foot on the ropes, and the ref wasn't looking, and Eric ended up with the win. Like, the ref, that's Damn. the first mistake of the ref that night because uh, you got to pay attention to those feet. Right. Those damn refs. I know. They weren't looking around. That's actually, like, an easy – there's one later that was – I don't know why they did that. <laughs> Anyway, so then like uh, the next match was uh, was it Caitlin Diamond versus Trisadora versus 
Aaron Palmer. Aaron Palmer is the MCW women's champion. Um, I seen her out earlier, like when we first got there and then intermission, but she wasn't holding her belt. She was geared up, but she didn't have her belt in her hand. Like I, I don't, I don't know if it's me being picky, but like, why weren't you walking around with your belt? The Briscoes had their belts when they were walking around. You know what I mean? They they didn't leave it in the back. That title sells a little bit more for you if you want autographs and stuff like that. People love taking pictures with titles. And I do like the belt. It's like a nice uh, blue belt, like uh, the old IC belt was, but like uh, back in the day. Yep. So it, it's a nice belt. Like, why wouldn't you want to walk around with that? Touche. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's see. Caitlin Diamond, she's trying to get like Trish to do the double team against Aaron, and then later on she tries to do Aaron to do the uh, double team against Trish. There's a real quick match. Um, I thought it was a little bit too quick. I, they're in and out, and then like boom, it was done. Like Diamond throws out uh, area, and then uh, Adore gives her the big uh, gives uh, what's her name? Uh, Adore gives Diamond the big boot, and it's done. This is like five minutes. Like the match wasn't very long at all. Like I don't get that, but yeah, triple threat matches need to tell a little bit more of a story. I think so too. And like, and I know they're hard cause like it's hard to just keep two people in and then you got, you got to be on the one person, this and that, blah, blah, blah. It, it's tough, but like, uh, it should have been longer. In my opinion. Then you go in the, you're going in the, Last match, so we're going Brandon Scott versus Dante, which we love Dante. We love Dante. Was everybody there, Portia and the rest of them? Uh, the whole crew was there. I was a little bit disappointed that he didn't come out at intermission or the beginning of the night because I wanted my pitcher bad with him. I'm like, I'm going to get my pitcher for taking with Dante today. I'm like, that's the first person after the briskers I'm going to meet. And he wasn't out there. I'm like, ah, damn it. Come on, man. I'm like, ah. I want to see Maybe Portia. Man. Oh, just, I know. Just saying. Just, yeah. Gorgeous. So they bring out the table and Dante comes out and then his liquor's out there and like his the whole cartel comes out and it's just perfect. Everything they do is amazing. They do it right, they do there's not one person in the cartel that I don't like. Right. <laughs> I need to learn the other guys' names. <laughs> right. Well we'll get there. We're gonna we're gonna continue covering MCW as uh it's great. It is for us up here, it's IWC. For you down there, it's MCW. Get a culmination together, and hopefully we get Dante and Portia, 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 Portia on the show here soon. <laughs> yeah, before they uh, stick with ROH, and then you won't see them anymore. Right. But, uh, yeah, Dante talks trash. He's like, I'm not facing this guy, this and that. You guys, I can't even believe I'm here. Blah, blah, blah. And then Brandon, he ends up coming out. He doesn't take too kindly to it. And then he goes, and, you know, they're back and forth a few times. And then Brandon just freaking smacks him around. And they're, you know, yeah, they're uh, back and forth, Mark, for a while. And then the cartel, they're getting involved a little bit, the numbers games. And um, then at one point they're out, the cartel got thrown out because the ref got tired of it. And they're like, you're out of here, all the cartel. But Porsche was still there. And then at some point they're out in the ring and the ref's counting and then they're going at it. They're beating each other up to a pulp. The ref counts to 10 and then keeps going and they got to 13. And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, why are you still counting? So the ref messed up. I get it. Like, but I don't understand why Dante didn't be like, I won. 
I got my belt. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Like I would have. I mean, like I'm done. I know. I know. MLW has a twenty count. I don't know if ROH is having that twenty count as well, or now that it's with MCWs with ROH, I wonder if they're incorporated in a twenty count as well. Which across the board, the twenty count needs to go because the ten count gets broken up enough that you don't have to worry about it. Oh, I agree. I, yeah, I don't like the 20 count. I mean, maybe that's what they're doing, or maybe she forgot what she was counting. I don't know. It's hot in there, though. I mean, the, the rain is still hot in there. Oh, gosh. But anyway, so, and, like, even the crowd calls out the ref on it, but eh, nothing happens. So they go back in the ring. They're back and forth again, and Portia sneaks around because the cartel got thrown out. Portia is hidden on the side, so the ref didn't see her. She hands Dante some tequila, or whatever it's in. I'm assuming it's tequila. And he takes it and spits it in Brandon's face and gets the win. And I love it. He won in that fashion. And then the lights go out. Then the Briscoes come out. And they stayed. I was like, wow. So they come out, and they're not too happy. Because by that time, after Dante won, the cartel came running back. And the Briscoes just stared everybody down and cleaned house. And that one t- the one guy was wearing a pinata hat. One of the Briscoes ended up wearing it at the end of the night. <laughs> nice. And they stuck around. By that time, they left. And, like, they stuck around. And they gave the crowd a little bit of a talking to. And they went and they handshook everybody around the ring. It was nice. Nice. So was- MCW still doing it right. And the show started at 8. And I was done at maybe like quarter after ten, so you know a little over two hours. It's not bad for whatever it was seven matches, intermission, and then like the flex off. Like, ugh. Yeah, I know. I think I'm done without that, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> I I did see you recently that the next show is announced. Uh, I believe it's October fifth. Don't quote me on it. We'll have it up on our website. But it's going to be called Legends of Wrestling, and Kane was announced already. And then today, they announced one more person to be there. He's not a legend, but he is Joey Ryan. Yes. Uh, I don't know how you dub him a legend, but that's two so far that's going to be signing autographs on that show. Yeah, unfortunately, I believe it's October 5th. I I won't be able to make it. I'll be out of town that weekend. But Kane, it'd be cool to meet him. He's a big dude. Yeah, he really is a... I'd like to make my way down and crash at your house. We have to put a, a few things in gear to see how it happens, but maybe myself and the English professor can go over to Old Town Road and have some muscles as well. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to try them. He does need to try them. All right, Pat, uh, once again, you're awesome. Thank you for coming on, giving the MCW update, and hopefully we get you back again. All right, thanks, Mark. I'll talk to you later. Hey guys, how's it going? This is Danny from OBW, your future woman champion, and you are listening to Can Crusher's podcast. I hope you all have a great weekend. Go out there, go kill it, and be a badass. Mark, it's our favorite time of the show, our stick, sticky stick, sticky stick, and then garbage tip. I hope of we, the week. Yeah, and we have an important garbage tip of the week, right? Yes, we do, and I don't remember it, so Mark's going to tell us. You don't remember it? I don't know. We Something yeah. bad happened, and I can't remember. My brain is shutting down. It's right. hot. 
My brain it's swells. It's hot in here. Oh, we had somebody. Te- we had somebody email us. Jamie Schneider. Jamie Schneider, and was like, "Hey, what was that uh, printing, printing company plate. you guys use?" And I'm like, "Pro Printing and Office LLC." 814-834-3006. Not Dave at all. Not Dave at all, but his mother owns it. So call his mom. Be like, hey, are you Dave's mom? Because the two crazy can crushers are like, hey, we need stuff printed. So that's who we should call. And he didn't get any books printed from Pro Printing and Nope, office. just wedding. And I no, I didn't get my wedding invites either. Because Teresa... Good, good job, T. Teresa kicked me in the shit on that one. I walked into the building. I'm like, hey, you got some wedding invites for me? She's like, no. And I'm like... What do you mean, no? What? Like, Trace is going to be so mad if you're not done. She's like, she probably went to the other printing company, which is just... Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Ludicrous. The singer was there? Yes. In St. Mary's? Right? (laughs) Collar and elbow. They have great hats, hoodies, tees, all your fan apparel. And again, we'll just continue to mention... How comfy these freaking shirts are. So comfy. Love them. I was going to wear my... Uh, job squad shirt on Friday when we went down, but I had to rep the can crusher shirt because I least, had an elbow on. Because at least one of us can rep the can crusher shirt, I so people always, know who we are. They know. Look at me. They know who I am. They you know have, you have that face. I have that face. Hey, when you check out from can from can crusher OVW, when you check out from collar and elbow, yeah, OVW for ten percent off. Uh, Facebook and Instagram at CanCrusher69. Uh, just like Jamie Schneider, CanCrusher69 at gmail.com. For any questions you have for us, uh, HTTPS colon backsplash backsplash CanCrusher69.wixsite.com backsplash CanCrushers. You can hear us everywhere like Alexa, Boxcast, Overcast, Buzzsprout, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Bullhorn, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and WrestlePost. And that's where you can find out where indie wrestling happens in your home state. Or any state that you're visiting. Yeah, because guess what? It's an app on your phone. So it's called WrestlePost. Yeah, and you can WrestlePost is what it's kind called. Of Mark Podcast as well. Yeah, we're on that. We are on that. So there's a ton of events coming up. Um, the big one is Asylum this weekend, Code Red, uh, Skin Deep. We've talked about it for a long time on this podcast, so you get there. Get there. Uh, afterwards, September 11th, Fight for Freedom. That's OVW taking place in Louisville. Uh, has been announced that the Rock and Roll Express is going to be there. Chavo Guerrero Jr. Yavo. And Rhino. Oh. Yeah. So I will be there with the fam. Um, sure Paul not making a trip to Louisville with me this time. No, I can't. I don't have any vacation. If I did, I'd be there because I love Rhino. And then, September 13th, by the way, I'm off that whole week. September 13th, we know. High Stakes 3 in Wheeling, West Virginia at the Casino. It's IWC. And who's going to be there, Paul? Kevin Nash. And guess who else is going to be the there? The return of Jimmy Nuts taking on Dylan Bostic. That match sells it enough for me. Are you? Do you have something to say to Mr. Nuts? I love you. Oh, I love you now. I love Jimmy Nuts. Friday, this song was a different story, though. Oh, yeah. Mr. Jimmy Nuts. Well, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. Well, um, that's fine. <laughs> Mr. Jimmy Nuts. 
was... Uh, I'm calling him out on the podcast. I'm not waiting for tomorrow when you talk to him in the privacy of your own home. Was He told me he could be at Stomp Out for cancer, this, that, and the other. And he stomped out your heart, didn't he, he Mark? He did stomp out my heart. We uh, It was getting late. And Mark, we knew we were only getting home at 4 o'clock in the morning. So Mark was maybe a little bit ready to bail early yeah. so he could get home at 2 instead of 4. Yeah, and I'm like, no, really Jimmy's leave. coming. No, Jimmy's coming. And the English professor fell asleep before we get out of the parking lot. <laughs> Jimmy, no gum, though. Hey, we forgot to mention on August 24th, Imagine Pro Wrestling in Altoona. Oh, I, I thought you did them in order. No, yeah. I didn't. I was just so excited about Crazy Shay's thing that I went right to that. And I don't want to imagine to no. think that we're, we're not Bone selling theirs. Because people close to Altoona, this is going to be a great show. Sam Adonis is going to, Adonis is going to be there. I can't speak. Words. Corey Graves' brother. That's why you hate him. Yeah, I hate him. You know why else I hate him? Because he was supposed to be at Stomp Out Cancer. And guess who never... Well, he, he might have been there. We can't say that he never showed up. He might have been there. He didn't show up for his match, though. But there was... The doctor was late and everything was pushed back. So he, that could have been why. And I understand. No, I, yeah. Prior engagements, he might have been doing a two-off yeah, on one night. Yeah, he got to run. And so, that happens. Hooven did a two-off as well. Hooven! But he won the Battle the Royal. Royal. The strongest Asian in Pennsylvania. No, in Lamont Furnace. In Lamont Furnace. Yeah, there I might be one. No, there's this Asian I've seen down in uh, Reading, PA. He was a monster. Stronger than Hooven. Oh, oh, yes. Garbage tip music playing. Love that song, Mark. And I still forget what the garbage tip is, so you're up. Druggies? Oh, yeah! Enough given. Go ahead, Paul. Oh, yeah. Because I was off work, but this just carries over from last Thursday. Yeah, this is last Thursday. So we were doing our route, and we were throwing garbage bags. The kid I was working with grabbed a hold of a garbage bag and got stuck by a needle. And I say that I say druggies or drug users, and I guess I need to broaden that. I You, you get so narrow-minded because you're upset that something like this could happen, but anybody that uses a needle, whether it be for diabetes, insulin, if you have to take shots for anything, take your needles and put them in a container. It doesn't have to be a sharps container. If you put it in a regular pot bottle or a um, Sam Yorn's, or not Sam Yorns, but... Cyril Yorns. Cyril Yorns actually said that he used to use dish detergent bottles. It Any, works. Anything you can put that needle in to protect it from poking somebody is key. It's Blood diseases are running rampant anymore. And most of the time, people that throw needles away aren't the cleanest people. Guys, this kid has to go through about six months of testing now, blood work and this, that, and the other to make sure he doesn't have an HIV issue, a hep C, a hep B, hep A, any of those. Uh, that day he went down and had blood taken and everything, and he's got to do this now two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months. And it's, it's a process that even if he has nothing, I don't want to say it like that, but even if he has nothing... It has changed his life now for six months because he has to go through this. And he has to tell people that he comes in contact with, like, hey, listen. There's I got a, poked. There's a chance that there's something, there could be something wrong. And that 
there there might not be nothing anything wrong and there probably isn't and we're praying that there isn't but in the same sense it that it ruins people's lives you're not just playing with your own life anymore you're playing with other people's lives too and when we give you these garbage tips it's most of the time it's to protect us because it's crazy but this one this one it hit home like quick hard yeah because all day you just in the back of your mind you're like what if that was me and that sucks. Yeah, the way that we grab garbage. I mean, and it's not that he just because he grabbed it like that. What if he was swinging it and got poked like you did from something a yeah, couple weeks ago? Yeah, got stabbed by a, a piece of glass or something. I don't even know what it was. So, guys, just cover that stuff up. Glass, needles, anything that could cause us danger or a kid walking by. Kids play with garbage sometimes. Kids are kids are not smart. We're, everybody was kids. They're uh, curious. That's a good word. George. 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 Curious They're curious, George. George. So, so they play with stuff. They can fall into it. Just cover your needles up. Cover anything sharp up. Make sure everything is protected. And write notes on it. Hey, listen, there, there's a needle. There's needles in here. It takes you 10 seconds to write a quick note. And, and tape put it, it for on another the, five seconds. Yeah, t- tape it on the bag. And we appreciate it immensely. We do. Guys, uh... From the bottom of our hearts, uh, there's been a ton of new subscribers, listeners, and everything. We want to say thank you. We thank you. Welcome, grow. Yeah, yeah, welcome. And keep listening. We're, we're we're killing it because you guys like us. Uh, why? I have no idea. <laughs> we're funny sometimes. Sometimes we get serious. So, and sometimes I get misty today twice. And sometimes we drink a lot of beer, and the podcast makes no sense. And so yeah, well, that happens a lot during Christmas time. And when it's really hot out. Right. And we get a good beer. Oh, speaking of good beers, I was at Otto's Pub. That place is amazing, yes. by the way. I had two great beers. Apricot wheat? Nope. That's my favorite, though. Oh, no, that's your favorite. I had a cherry birch wheat, which was awesome. Delicious, sounds like. And then I had another one. I can't remember what it was. It was a chocolate stout. A co- chocolate coffee stout. Thick? Thick like a milkshake, bud. Did you bring all the girls to the yard? Yes. Teresa was like, I want milkshake. Guys, uh, just go to Asylum this week. Yes. Really. Or if imagine. you're in Altoona, imagine. Yeah. And remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, Mark. Not a garbage cannot. He did it without the notes. I did it without the notes. I can't believe it. It's on the back of the page, though. <laughs>